Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. When we think about all that our Lord Jesus went through to make available to me and you the things that the Bible says God has prepared for me and you, it's only right that we receive and achieve everything that God has for us. Especially when we think about the phenomenal price that God paid to make all those things and opportunities available to us. It's only right that we receive and achieve everything that he has made available to us. When we see that as true, then we have to see the opposite is equally true. That is, it's wrong for us to not do so. It will be as wrong as wrong could be for us to not live out the life that Jesus bled and died so that we can have and live. It would be wrong as wrong could be for us to live less of a life than the one that Jesus bled and died to be lived out by you and me. That's why every believer should learn about and be about what we need to be about to make sure that those things that are rightfully ours are actually ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Psalms number 34, stanza number 11. Come ye children, hearken unto me and I'll teach you to fear the Lord. Because we already learned to fear the Lord is one of the things that brings peace. What man is he that desires light? You want some life? And, and loveth many days. You want to live, live a lot of days? That you may see good in your life? Is that what you want, babe? I'll show you what to do. Here, watch your mouth. We start with the mouth. Keep that tongue from evil. Mm-hmm. And I listen speaking guile. Mm-hmm. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. That word pursue it means to, to it means to run after whatever thing you got, to dog it. I mean, and you tell them, you need to, baby, this, this ain't nothing that's going to fall in your lap. You have to go for this. Because remember, there's, a, there's an enemy in this world who's trying to block you and stop you from living a life that God has in store for you. This ain't no, ain't no magical can, incantation we're going to put over there. Pastor, just pray for me that I receive peace. No. That ain't how you get it. That ain't how you get it. Don't get mad at me when I say this one either. Just like you say, well, Pastor, I want you to pray for me that I can get some more money. <laughs> Dang, how you get it? The Bible tell you how to give it. Come on, class. How you get it? Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, taken together, and running over shall me. Give unto you. See, we're going to have to get y'all in the nursery because y'all ain't even ready. Y'all don't, y'all don't even know what to do. Praise God. Give and it shall be given unto you. Give and it shall be given unto you. How does that come, baby? Good measure, pressed down, 
shaking together and running over, shall me <laughs> give unto you. Wasn't no prayer up in there. There was no prayer up in there. There was a you give, God will make sure it's given back to you. <laughs> so if ain't nothing coming back to you, um, let's move on. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> But we can help people to be able to have peace. Is anybody? Hey, hey, it's just real simple. <laughs> I love the Lord. So we can teach them. We can advise people to stay away from evil. Watch your mouth. Quit cussing folk out. How you expect to get peace and you bringing drama all up in the middle of people's lives? We can help people. Hallelujah. Stay away from evil. That's most of your cable TV. Look at your neighbor and say, come on, peacemaker, peacemaker. Don't forget you're a peacemaker. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's like talking about I'm losing weight and every time I see you, you in Whataburger. You in, you, you, you in, you in uh, with, with, with shipless. With sugar all around your lips and stuff. <laughs> it probably ain't going to happen. This, you know, I ain't saying it ain't going to happen. Nowadays, they can freeze some stuff off you. Praise God. They can, now, now they can freeze some stuff off you now. Praise God. They, they got tried everything. They got vacuum cleaners to suck it off you. They got stuff they can freeze it off you. Praise God. Somebody say, that's cold. That's cold. Praise God. <laughs> well, he's saying expensive too. <laughs> Turn to Romans chapter 12. Everything but the everything but doing the doing the old-fashioned calisthenics. And the, and the first one we need to learn. Anybody want to learn the first calisthenic that you need to learn? Push outs. They're also known as pushaways. From what? The table. <laughs> Start there. But pastor, I've been reading my Bible. I don't eat at the table no more. I lay down and eat now, like, like the disciples do. Praise God. <laughs> well, then roll away. Praise God. Anyway, do something. We're in Romans chapter 12. Dude. <laughs> Trying to get all biblical in your eating nowadays. Be laying on your side. Hallelujah. Some some of y'all you went you went to your dining room table, it would it would jump up and say, Who is that? <laughs> Be like, I own you. Who are you? We ain't ate at the table in so long, praise God, we don't even know what to do. We we in Romans chapter twelve. Here's another thing we can teach people. And counsel people if they want to live peaceable. How to live peaceable with other people. We should say, Lord help us. <laughs> Start with verse 17, please. It says, recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible. As much as lieth in you, live peaceable with all men. Notice what it didn't say. 
if it be possible, as much as life in them, live peaceable with all men. And you, because you can't control them, but you can control you. You can't control them. They, some of them just crazy. They do, all they know is drama. They, the, the way of peace, they do not know. But you do. And the one that wants it, can, you can tell them too. When they be like, you don't know what they did to me. You can say, wait, wait, wait. Come here, baby, come here. It's not about what they did to you. It's about what you're going to do as a result of what they did to you. That's the question. The other one, you couldn't control. This one, you can control. You can decide. I can't. Yes, it is. As much as within you is. See, that's the problem. It ain't within me. Oh, yes, it is. Because Romans chapter 5, verse 5 says, he shed his love abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost, which means the same love that kept Jesus from jacking folk when they trying to nail him to the cross. The same love that stopped Jesus from being able to jog rock folk when they were spitting in his face. The same love is the one that he had. It's now in you. So as much as it's within you, do it. Live peaceable with all men. That's one of the things we can tell. Because how are you going to have all this peace in your life when you keep disrupting stuff in everybody else's life? And entering into the foolishness that they involved in in life. That's why some of y'all need to stay off the stone phone for a little while. You need to fast your phone. Because your phone is a cesspool of everybody else's drama. And you entering into it, getting involved in it. Mm-hmm. They did what? Shoot. If that girl, if that was me, I'd tell you what I'd do. They, 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 they never mess with nobody else again. I'd tell you, I'd tell you, here, honey, this is what you need to do. i tell you what you need to do. And you all upset, you all bothered. You ain't even the one they talking about. You ain't even in it. But you just, you just, Moseying your little happy hips all up in the middle of it. Praise God. And then, Lord, I can't experience the peace that you say you give me. He said, I guess not. You're getting all in everybody else's confusion. All of a sudden, y'all can't even come. Not y'all. Some, some folk can't even come to church. But you're trying to be savior of the world. Usually, if you're going to carry a gas can to somebody to fill up their tank, you at least got to have some gas in it. I don't know. You don't don't just carry a gas can. See, the people, you are the gas can. You got to have something in you if you're going to take it to somebody else. That's why you come to the filling station to get filled. So you can then carry it out to somebody else. That's why you don't have no peace when you get there. When you get there, you just jump straight into the drama too. <laughs> Trying to save the whole world. Amen. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Yeah. Say, you got the Holy Ghost. But you ain't the Holy Ghost. In fact, you ain't nobody's Holy Ghost. Come on, you got to buck your eyes when you say that one. And like wiggle your neck. Or you ain't nobody's Holy Ghost. Tell him. <laughs> you know. Because we be trying to save the world. No, save yourself. So that you can help save somebody else. You want to know how? Before I explain on how to save people out of quicksand, 
Let me show the way not to save people out of quicksand. You don't get in the quicksand with them. Because before you know it, all y'all sinking. You have to stay on solid ground and reach something over to them to hold on to to be able to pull them out. Which means if your feet ain't on solid ground yet, you can't help nobody. Amen. And when you're trying to pull somebody out of something, it's going to require core muscles to be developed. Your core has to be developed. Because otherwise, when you go to pull at them, it'll pull you off balance because you, you don't have the core muscles to keep your own balance yet. I know him. You, have, have to, you don't have the core muscles to hold nobody else up. So you'll end up falling in with them accidentally. Didn't intend to. And then you spitting quicksand out your mouth with them too. So we try to teach people, praise God, if we're going to counsel people to live in peace, how to live peace with other people. Tell them, say, baby, you can't be fussing and cussing with everybody. You gotta, you, if you want peace in your life, you're going to have to stop all this. You're going to have to depart from evil and do good. You've got to refrain your lips from evil. Quit talking about people. Quit, quit sowing seeds of discord, expecting peace. Man, folk in the house say, hey, hey. you got all the chances in the world to learn this. So practice right there. They say something you don't like, don't be like rolling your eyes. Don't give them another piece of your mind. You can't afford another piece to be given away. Learn to live peace right there. Everybody learn to say, yes, amen. Come on, let me hear you. Yes, amen. So when they bugging, what you going to say? Yes, amen. And just turn around and walk away. Hallelujah. Come back to help and save them another day. I'm teaching real good up in here. Let's go to the next one. Hebrews chapter 12. We're almost through. I'm trying, baby. I'm sure trying. Hebrews chapter 12. Because <laughs> some of us will just want to get our point across. You haven't learned to live peaceable yet. not working in English. Let's try it in Spanish. Cállate la boca. Andale. Pronto. Arriba, arriba. <laughs> Need to, we, anyway, we're in Hebrews chapter 12. No, I, just, I, just, I just want you to understand. No, you're not the spirit of understanding. Remember, you ain't nobody's Holy Ghost. We dealt with that one already. Amen. Lead that to him. He can kind of like smooth it in in such a way where they don't notice it. And then they see it. He good at that. You ain't good at that. Every word you say is going to be more irritating. Even though you mean well, you bring in hell. So leave it alone. Yes, amen. Everybody say, yes, amen. amen. Mm-hmm. We in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Well, let's do 13. Come on down. He says, and make straight paths for your feet. 
lest that which is lame is turned out of the way. But it but let it rather be healed. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. This right here shows us one of the reasons why it's so important for us to be able to live our lives in peace and operate in peace and help other people to be able to make it to peace. Why? Because without peace, no man, without follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. That no man shall see the Lord without it includes both of those, holiness and peace. Because if you're living an unholy life, folk is not going to see God in your life. They're too busy looking at that stain on you. Does that make sense? Amen. And same thing with peace. It's hard to be able to tell people about the God of peace when you, when you don't operate in peace. Does that make sense? We want people to see God. In fact, the most important reason for us to be able to live a life of peace is that no man will see God through our lives unless we are in that peace. They can't, ain't going to see God in our lives. And that's ultimately what we have to. Come on, ministers of reconciliation. We're trying to help people to be able to see God so that they can be able to deliver it too. And since we know that God is our peace, then the peace that we live daily is because God is in our lives daily. And so if we live like God is in our lives daily, then they'll see the God that is providing us the peace. They'll receive that God, operate according to that God, and then they'll end up in peace too. Does that make sense? Let's close on this one. Turn to Isaiah chapter 54. See, as peacemakers, we should want to pass on the legacy of peace that we have and enjoy to others. We should want to pass it on to others. We want as many people to get this peace as possible. Amen. We we just want to be passing peace everywhere. And since we want to pass this peace on to others, to whom more should we want to counsel and pass on the legacy of peace that we have? And enjoy to than to our own families. It's wonderful to be able to go save the world. How about your family? Because remember, it said in Acts chapter one, verse eight, when God, when Jesus was giving the marching orders of the church, so that they can know what the marching orders was. He told them, he said, Terry in Jerusalem. No, that was over in Luke. Terry in Jerusalem until after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And then we in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the world. That was the marching orders. Jerusalem was the place that they already lived. That's where they already were. That's where the peeps was. Right there. So we should learn how to be able to do this right in the own crib. In your home, where you live. Amen. Amen. Where you live. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then all Judea. Now notice what he didn't say. He didn't say all Jerusalem. He said Jerusalem, all Judea. Which means you might not get it to everybody in your house. But you're still supposed to live it amongst the people in the house. Does that make sense? They might not receive it right off the bat. They They might trip 20 years afterwards. But you just stay consistent. And keep doing what you're supposed to do. Amen. Go out to all Judea. Cover the whole thing. Hit uh, uh, Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria. Hit Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Because there's a premise that God operates under. What's that? If you give, it'll be given back to you. If you give, it'll be given back to you. Can I, can I move it into this form? You take care of my family. I'll take care of yours. 
You cause them folk out there to learn peace, I'll make sure it happens in your house too. Because some of y'all, it ain't going to happen in your house until you start doing it, making it happen in somebody else's house. But that don't change that you still got to live it in your house. I just want to clear that up. And since to others to whom uh, 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 we should want to be able to share this thing, how much more so to our own families, including our own children? We should want to pass. We received a legacy of peace from our elder brother and from our father. We should want to pass that legacy of peace onto the people that come after us too. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 12. See the legacy of peace that's rightfully ours can be passed to our families. Starting with verse 12. It says, and I will make thy thy windows of a gate and thy gates of carbuncles and all thy borders of pleasant stone. Another way of saying I'm going to hook up where you live. I'm going to hook it up. It's going to be like paya. That's just where you live. Now let's go in where you live. Verse 13. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the peace of thy children. See, if our children are taught of the Lord and his word, then they will experience the same peace that we get a chance to experience too. Teaching occurs two ways. By telling them, number one. By telling them, number one. And number two is what? Showing them. Showing them. Come on, show and tell. Show and tell. In that interest in the order. Show comes before tell. Which means you're supposed to live it before you explain it. You should... You, you should be only explaining what you live, not teaching them a foreign concept because you don't live it. You should be explaining to them what you live. As a, let me tell you why mama doing this. Let me tell you why daddy doing this. Let me tell you why I do this. So that you can understand I just ain't doing stuff. I do this because this is a covenant with a promise that if I do what God says do, he's going to bless us. You living in a blessed house. Look around, precious. You living in a blessed house. The reason why is because your daddy, your mama been doing what God said do. And you need to learn to do what God said do. Because notice, every time you do what God says do, he blesses you through me. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the word of God had to say. Hope that you're learning that the things that God said in his word that he has for me and you are true. Saints of God, God's word is true. The things that he said in his word that he made available for me and you really are made available for me and you. It's true. God's promises rightfully belong to me and you. So let's do what we need to do to believe God's word is true and do what we need to do to make what God promised can happen in our lives actually happen in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas. 78213. We'll be more than glad to get in out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. 
If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Hey, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. I believe every born-again believer should heartily say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. That's because there is no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers and worshiping God in the house of God. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who have been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you've been blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says that God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. So since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he was going to do. That is, make sure that you reap what you've sown. We thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a tremendous blessing that you've been to us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. Once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.